Okay. And we have one addition. And that is fire protection services at the airport. And that'll go under new business. I have. Bridget, that just went up. Um, I would like to add a, a possible caribou um, species at risk presentation. I can do that under my reports in nine, or I can ask to add it to the agenda. You can, uh, you can do that under reports. Um, the addition menu one, Mr. Parker, that's a legal contract. Yeah, it is. We could go in camera to a council wished. Make it so. It will happen. It is under in camera. Which one is it? It is uh, fire protection services. In camera. So is that different than the replacement of the service? You can replace it. You can't replace it. You can't replace it. Any other additions or deletions? Hearing that, I'll take a motion to accept the agenda as amended. Okay, all in favor of Ms. Downing's motion? Passed. That takes us to the minutes of January the 8th, 2017, regular council meeting. Any, uh, any changes required there? All in favor of Mr. Good's uh, motion? That takes us to minutes of the January 15, 2017 special council meeting. Any uh, changes required there? And bylaw 2016 has been deleted. Correct, Your Worship. Uh, there was unfinished business request for decision regarding grants to organizations possible. And Mr. Town will take us forward through this. Flipping to my report. <laughs> building suspense for the uh, listening audience. Uh, good evening, uh, Your Worship and Council. Before you this evening is the proposed new grants for organizations policy, which, as uh, you are aware, has been before Council. And it's um, governance and priority uh, structure four times in the past. And at those times, Council has uh, reviewed, provided direction, changes have come back, and there's been discussions, and again, we've done that. So this is the, um, we hope, final um, 
version to be approved. And again, as a policy, it is straightforward to change a policy. So staff are comfortable um, with this proposed policy. Um, if it does not work the way we intended, and we'll discuss that a little bit, um, it can be changed by council at any time. So, you know, it is something that we will, we will kind of look at over the next uh, 11 months before it would actually come, come effect. But there are some significant changes compared to the previous uh, version, and those changes include um, significantly improved application form asking for uh, significantly um, greater amount of information, especially relating to how does your event or project benefit the community. Um, you know, a bit more in-depth financial type questions and other stuff for council to make a, a proper informed decision. A proposed increase to the overall budget amount from the existing 50000 to 70000 um, Creation of multiple funding streams and deadlines. So again, we're breaking it down really into two different components. One is a community development component and another one is recreation. Uh, three quarters community development, one quarter recreation. An evaluation component to the application to assist council, um, you know, review and award these based on on some type of merit type system um, and a whole bunch of, of small changes to, to improve the overall um, policy and, and help council uh, achieve what they want to do with it. Um, so if approved the intentions for the policy to take effect for 2019 um, and we would use the the upcoming 11 months to properly inform the community so anyone, everybody that has put in a grants organization application last three years would receive some type of written notification. We try to email people if we don't have that. We would send out, um, you know, mail to them to make sure that they're aware of the changes because the changes are significant. Um, you know, those, those larger type events, if they want to apply under the community development stream, um, which has $35,000 and it's the annual one. Those applications have to be in by the end of November. And the other ones are done quarterly, kind of like what we're doing now. But um, again, big, big changes in, and we need to give people as much warning as possible. Um, in addition to that, we would do um, some advertising through a couple media options in town, whether it's newspaper, radio, <laughs> um, of course, website. Um, Facebook, all of our digital platforms would be utilized. Um, and then we would actually use some of the applications that come in this year on the existing form and try to do some mock um, evaluations on those just to see how, um, how those do. And if there's anything that, that's wonky or we might be missing, again, we could refine our current policy even before um, 2019 and, and capture any issues or or make any changes that we feel we have to. So the recommendation that administration recommends council approve the proposed grants organization policy as presented. And we'll take any questions if there are. Um, being that if this is passed tonight and you're proposing for 2019, through budget deliberations, what happens if the if council doesn't pass the 50 to 70,000, would this policy be operating at 50? 
Um, yeah, I, I, I believe that's how we would manage it. We would amend the policy um, to the actual budget amount. So, again, the, the budget amount of 7000 is still proposed. Council does have to approve that, and if they don't approve the increase, I believe it would be best if Council just amend the policy to go down to 50 and then the, the uh, amounts would be reduced. So we we could actually pass the policy as it is written, but then if it doesn't pass through budget deliberation, to change that number. Yes, I, I believe council would definitely be within the right to do that. So so um, two questions. So November of two thousand eighteen would be when this policy would essentially come into effect for those applying for the big. Amounts, okay. That's correct, yes. And I do have a question and just an explanation. I see it wasn't changed here. Part D, which is um, page 11 of 14, it's the uh, criteria evaluation, section 12, accountability track record. So you get three points if you submitted your financial statements for the previous year, but if you're a newbie and have never applied before, right. you're still at zero. So isn't that kind of disadvantaging the newbie? Yep, that, that should be really the other way around. The new organization should be under the yes component. And, and that, we can call that, I'm, I'm comfortable calling that a friendly amendment to, to correct that within the policy. Thank you. <coughs> Any more questions? Just that one typo to on page five. Five of fourteen. Five of fourteen. Uh, it should be an S after days. And that will be under the grant checklist. It's the very last one, the grant checklist. Yeah. I understand the applicant must complete the final report within 60 days. They should just do an S there. That's just another little friendly one, I think. Oh, a motion to approve as uh, as amended. So Mr. Scanahar, all in favor? Any business? That's a request for the decision under the municipal for the municipal planning commission. I don't know if it's necessary to go through it. So you've got a, an applicant for the MPC? Yes, we do. Uh, Your Worship, uh, former Councillor Terry Sajak has uh, submitted an application to sit on the Municipal Planning Commission. And uh, so before you, just a uh, decision to either appoint or do not appoint uh, Mr. Sajak to the Municipal Planning Commission. Well, it seems like an up and down vote. I don't think we need to. Uh, Your Worship, I would. His character? <laughs> well, I, I wasn't going to suggest we call Mr. Sawchuk down here for an interview, but <laughs> as perhaps you were going to, I would put a motion on the floor that we accept uh, Mr. Sawchuk's application for the Municipal Planning Commission and appoint him for a three year term. Thank you. Uh, request for decision on a uh, 
is a request for property tax interest. So good evening again. So there's a request from a ratepayer, uh, Ms. Laura McFadden, for property relief uh, or interest relief on the property owned by her parents, Grayson Zelda Tower at the 8506 Avenue Street. Um, you've, the letter is part of the agenda package, and I'm not sure you read it, so I'll go over it briefly. Um, but it does discuss how uh, Ms. McFadden's um, parents were in ill health um, and having some, some mental difficulties. And, and during the time when uh, they were dealing with those health issues, their property tax bill. Um, was not paid in a timely fashion and incurred interest charges um, based on our, our bylaw and they were charged interest in the three months of July, August, and September. Um, when Ms. McFadden found the tax bill after those days, sometime in September, uh, she notified the town and asked if um, those charges could be waived. From a staff perspective, um, we felt we, we could not. Again, we're very sympathetic in understanding the situation, but there's no real mechanism for for town staff to to waive those unless there's an issue where the town um, is, is somehow in fault. So, for example, if we didn't change an address or something like that, then then that would be a criteria that something where it was missed. Um, you know, we, we we don't have the authority uh, to do that. Um, and because of that, so we had those discussions and when Ms. McFadden was informed of that, she asked that the request come before council. Um, so this is it. She is aware that it's here tonight, but she is, was not able to attend. Um, in staff position on this, um, again, you know, we, we understand it's, it's unfortunate. There's other circumstances around it. Um, but providing interest relief on, on something like this probably sets a precedent to open yourselves up to more requests. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it could become a little problematic for, for council. So staff recommendation is that the town does not um, relieve the interest charges on, on the tax bill to the Howards. I have a couple questions. Yes. So, uh, due to my ignorance, do we have a lot of people who do we collect a lot of interest on late payments for for property tax? I don't know the answer to that. Yes, um, we do. The total amount is about one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. Um, so we collect about fifty thousand. I'm just really guessing now, but probably collect about 50000 in July, 40000 in, in August, 30000 in September, and then another 40000 or so in, in January. Um, and that amount has gone up over time again. Most of the reason for that is, is mostly um, economic or economy-based, where um, individuals, organizations are, are struggling to um, keep us up to date. Um, but we have our, seen our receivable balance for, for taxes increase over the last couple of years. Well, 
my, my opinion on this is, is that this is a, a request to, uh, you know, um, interest or pardon me, tax relief, like saying we can't afford to pay our taxes. It's saying we've never not paid our taxes on time and this year they got missed um, due to the health conditions that were were stated in the letter and it's it's four hundred and eighty one dollars and forty seven cents. I understand that there's a risk that we could have a stampede of people coming in here making that request and I mean it does open us up for that. Um, I, I I think it's a risk that I personally would be willing to take that we would need to address it on a regular basis. I mean, and I'm I'm open to hearing the other side of this as well. I couldn't help but notice you used the word personally, and I suppose if we were to personally get involved, that would probably mean opening up our personal wallets and helping them out out of our own personal pockets, but we aren't doing that. So I, I, I feel while my personal compassion does definitely extend to extenuating and difficult circumstances for people that doesn't mean that my decision can necessarily be based on one of my own personal feeling in the regard unless I'm personally willing so um, I, I'm essentially saying I'm asking 6,800 people to pay for it right now not me right so that that's I'm sorry to pay for the to, deferred interest the interest to, relief I don't think that the, the taxpayers paying more money because they paid their taxes less or late right what I know what I mean is, is is to make this decision I'm making it on behalf of not just me so to make this decision personally that would be something for me to personally do out of my own expense not of on behalf of the entire town right so I, I would be inclined to leave the recommendation as it stands this is also why in the past when we've had people come to us for relief whether it be on the water bill or other bills we've always made it anonymous so that and i'm kind of surprised that the administration is is throwing people's names in this because it needs to be deemed as uh, from, a, from a disinterested point of view i.e we don't have a so we can't be accused of favoring that individual over another that we do get a stampede. Um, because if we do get a stampede, somewhere along the line, we're going to have to draw a line. I think we're yeah, just without dwelling into it a whole bunch, because I understand uh, the, uh, the town's perspective on this, but uh, just out of reading the briefing, this might be a lawyer-based question, but. Uh, who is the power of attorney at the time of the tax bill? I'm not sure if it's clear. Um, in the letter it says that Ms. McFadden is now the power of attorney, but I don't know when that actually uh, took effect. Because I, I do understand Councillor Scanlon's concern and I do understand uh, Councillor Dowling's concern, but the way I'm looking at it is as if this person was a power attorney at the time of the tax bill, then I can understand the town, the town's uh, rationale on this, but 
just just the timing a timing thing and what the illness is and, and all that but like i say i don't want to dwell into it because of names that are on here but maybe it's more of a legal question than Am I understanding correctly and um, that she paid three months of uh, penalty charges and it was uh, as of the September letter that that penalty was um, established, I guess? That's correct. The, the account balance is currently up to date. No further questions? Well, I, I I guess just to, not to should deal with this thing in a fairly expedient manner. I would certainly support the recommendation uh, as recommended, but I, I think in responding back to the taxpayer, I think uh, many of us sitting around the table here have got aging parents, and we certainly have sympathy for what's happened here, and uh, that's why uh, children and parents often ask loved ones to become powers of attorney so that they can take care of these things and it's it's a difficult uh, phase in one's life so uh, <clears throat> I am sympathetic but uh, your worship I would be prepared to put a motion on the floor to support the recommendation as presented okay all in favor opposed okay uh decisions being made and uh, the next item of business is Mr. Patrick Scratz. Uh, the next board. Uh, thank you very much, Your Worship Council. Uh, before you, uh, what we have is we have a, a request from uh, Council, or sorry, a request from uh, staff uh, in this position um, called the Grants and Special Projects Coordinator. Uh, we have also included the uh, job description of this position. Uh, what, uh, how this came to be is, um, couple of things have occurred over this, uh, the fall. Uh, the first thing uh, was uh, council did ask, is there any resources uh, that you would need over the next course of the year to help uh, make your your um, position and uh, work a little clearer? So uh, what happened was the staff sat down through the uh, uh, director's meetings and we, we talked extensively about, you know, where's, where's, where are we spending a lot of our time and what can we do to uh, alleviate some, some of our issues? And um, what came up, uh, one specifically one, was uh, when um, Director McQuaig was spending uh, a significant amount of time filling out grant paperwork for a particular position. Um, and as you know, we received 4.5 million, but um, we started tracking some of his hours, and it was, it was quite ridiculous. He was here uh, almost every weekend, uh, literally for uh, two and a half months. Um, and then in the evenings he was here quite late uh, and it was uh we realized that he was uh, straining and then there was a couple of other people who were trying to take the, the load off to him and uh, then we realized that at the end of the day we received this nice chunk of change but we almost burnt uh, a couple of people out because of it so um what we do know is we do know that we have a couple of major projects that are coming down the pipe uh, our recreational facility center and uh, there is going to be a lot of uh, soft cost projects that uh, we know there's some grant money that is out there and it takes quite a while to you know to fill out this paperwork and uh, we definitely 
uh, looked at this and we said, okay, well, there's not only those grants, there's some other projects that are out there that we can receive some grant money. We, um, we actually belong to an organization that has um, every grant that is listed out there, whether it's public or private, uh, across Canada and the United States that we're eligible to have. Uh, and we could use and I know some municipalities have been very aggressive in trying to uh, reach out and get grants for, for capital and uh, projects. So we thought that what we would do is we uh, bring before you this this uh, position of uh, grants and special uh, projects coordinator. Majority of time they'd be working basically on uh, grants and grant writing and uh, um, trying to uh, just basically bring in some extra funding. Now, we looked at the fiscal impact. Uh, what we would be doing is it'd be uh, charged, the, the salary would be charged so specifically out of uh, the capital funding that we have. So uh, it wouldn't uh, affect our tax rate, uh, it would be specifically out of our capital. Um, and we looked at a term, and what we wanted to term is let's make sure um, we wanted to prove that this position would be successful. And the best way to prove it is you need a good long term. So we felt the minimum of 18 months was uh, uh, a good term to then see, okay, is it successful, is it not? 20, we, we were arguing between 18 months and 24 months. And we thought, uh, well, 18 um, uh, would, uh, should be the minimum amount of time uh, to look at and still be able to see if we can uh, uh, make sure that this position is worthwhile. Um, so that's basically what we have for you. Um, we are looking, you know, uh, to start this project as soon as possible because uh, um, we do know that there's a lot of money out there and we're trying to see if we can get it. So I'm open for any questions and uh, the directors are also open. Uh, just two questions. You had mentioned that uh, there's been a lot of weekends spent by current administration uh, mm -hmm. doing this work. Um, the current administration that was doing this work, is that part of their uh, their current salary or is that an approved overtime? No. So it would be all management so they don't get any overtime. Okay. And my second question is you're asking for a temporary position based on 18 months. How does that affect uh, benefits and all that kind of stuff? So what would happen is that they don't get benefits at all. Thank you. Any other questions? Uh, yes, Your Worship. Thank you. I, I've read the briefing note and I understand what's proposed. It makes uh, sense to me. Uh, I know our organizations that we belong to, AUMA and F FMC, they're forever generating um, program information of various programs from the federal and provincial government and I know there's always a flurry of emails that go go around that say you know does this grant program apply or does that grant program apply and I'm, I'm sure when politicians send them into those links into staff their their eyes must roll over because it's uh, yes a great program but who, who's gonna who's gonna find time to fill this thing out so I I, I think there's nuggets out there I think uh, uh, going after them makes some sense. Uh, the 18-month thing I can I can live with, but I would suggest 24 months just from a recruitment point of view. If uh, you're going to attract some someone to a, a part-time job, I uh, perhaps the 24 months would be a, a better attraction number. 
Other than that, uh, I, I'm supportive. So um, you mentioned part-time job. This is really a full-time, right? It's a yeah, contract it, position. It would be a really contract good. position, but it would be full-time. Okay. And so in reading this, uh, I can I get it that they would um, try to help with grants, say, for that 99th Street slide, that type of thing. But this position would also be actively searching for anything and everything. Correct. So very much what, like uh, Councillor Needham stated, is there is uh, there have been quite a few different types of grants that councillors have popped in. That would be part of their project to try and find out, or do we meet this qualification? If we do, um, how much more do we have to contribute, if any? Plus, um, like I said, there's this huge grant um, booklet, that um, program that we actually software that we purchased, um, and it basically lists every grant that's been out there. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. And what you do is you, you type into it, uh, okay, recreation programs, and, and it'll do hard costs, soft costs, and then what they have to do is then they have to do all the research and write up the package and then send it off. Um, and some of it is to private groups, some of it is to uh, people like Bill Gates and so on and so forth. Um, all kinds of different private organizations and public organizations are out there. So that would be what this individual would be mainly doing is trying to get some more funding in there. And again, the key would be is you'd be looking at, okay, here's the funding they've got in. Did they, did they get a heck of a lot more than what their salary is? To me, that's how I define success. So where are the money is going to sell? It's going to be coming from uh, our capital uh, um, projects then. Okay, and so what is, you mentioned the return on investment, so what is that return on investment? I'd like to see a minimum of two to one personally. Two to one? Minimum. Okay, so what's the, what's the expectation? So if that's the minimum, what's the average? Director, uh, Alan had a number for expectation. Come on up. Why don't you tell me your number? No. I thought you had. I don't think we talked about a specific ratio. Um, I'm personally of the opinion that. Um, if someone competent were to do this, um, they would easily be able to generate um, at least what their salary is, and um, I would expect, as Zero mentioned, it'd be at least double and quite possibly more. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing a, an adequate job of, of trying to find external funding. Okay, I'm looking for a number. So you said. Uh, one one individual spent his his uh, spent his weekends and generated three million dollars. So should I be expecting three million dollars? I don't think that was a single individual who did that endeavor. That was many individuals who did that. <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't I don't know how fair the question is, Your Worship. The uh, I think depending on the project, and uh, let's pick on the airport for a minute, and the wildlife fence. So I don't know how much staff time went into developing an ACAP application, but 
I'm going to say a, I'm going to say a day's work. Well, the return on that is fairly high because it's successful in one person. So I think the size of the project would partially drive the answer to your question. Okay, so let me put this question to you, Mr. Liam. So if uh, I, I'm, you don't have to question me or wish it. <laughs> I, I, I got elected the same as you. So you're just a team leader here, so you don't get to question me. <laughs> well, uh, how how would you? Uh, so uh, we're going to hire somebody. So how are we going to measure the success? Well, of if this person is is paid sixty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, to me they would have to bring in ten times that number at the end of the year. If we're paying somebody a hundred thousand dollars. At the end end of the year, in my mind, we have to get up. We'd have to get a million dollars worth of with it. If, if you want a number, that's my number. Okay. So ten times. So this person should be making six hundred thousand. Okay. At least half a million a year. I guess if we were to say we approve and they let's say they just pay for themselves, that's proof of concept of the position, but maybe not the individual. So then that gives us the opportunity to re up on somebody different that is more competent. This, my math, my math is terrible, but even this one I think failed. But I could be wrong. Don't if they know. just pay for their own position, they haven't made the town a penny. It's a it's a nullity. So like that, like that. Um, it's a nullity. So in order to get in order to get the town money, they would have to pay for their position plus have enough money generated that actually achieved some concrete benefit to the town minus with their salary subtracted from it. So I think the million dollars, I don't have a problem with that number. Um, I think if they just got their own salary back, it would be proof that you had a person in this position. I'm not sure it would prove the success. But I like the idea because it's a, it's a, it's a revenue generating position. If I hire a salesperson in my store, and they sell sixty thousand dollars worth of stuff, and I pay them sixty. I've lost money, so I would think that they would have to generate considerably more than that. But I don't have an exact number. But I like the idea of the position because this is a person that's focused on generating revenue. That's all their job is is to generate revenue. Um, I actually kind of agree with Collins' date on the twenty-four months rather than uh, eighteen, sixteen. Pardon me. Uh, whatever, but that's my feeling on it. Um, uh, just a, a question here. So it's not only the revenue generating, it's the um, alleviating some of the time spent by present staff on these activities. So I don't know how that goes into the million plus dollars or whatever. But so my question is, we're quoted uh, a couple of well, a salary range. Is that a, tr a true, but based on something? Because it says they're supposed to have three years related experience, etc. So I'm thinking, is that real? Is it? Yeah. So senior um, staff got together and we, we uh, looked at the job requirements of this position, compared them against similar job requirements for the other positions within the town, and the ban that they're placed on is 
as the most similar type requirements and expectation that uh, that we would have. There's a couple of things that I'll just um, mention here, and as you mentioned, Deputy Mayor, um, there is some assistance for existing positions to um, alleviate workload. And again, we don't want to make life too easy, but again, there's you know our, our senior senior management being most efficient by doing some of this work that could be done by other types of staff, um, and this would assist in that. Um, and then the final. Um, issue that we have organizationally is um, we, we have, and again, these are mostly due to time constraints, um, a poor linkage sometimes between, uh, and I don't want to make this a departmental thing, um, but the communications between the finance department and engineering departments um, and expectations about, you know, what is eligible, um, when grants are, are due, reporting of these grants. Um, you know, it, it's just very difficult for for that to happen, and having a resource in place to help manage that would, would just you know reduce some angst that we have internally, and just have clear expectations about you know, if we apply for this grant, then we will be able to achieve X, X, and X, um, and have that run through the organization, which we're a little deficient in right now. Right, I understand that. Um, but I have a little point here, so. This position, yes, it alleviates some work of present staff, but it doesn't totally end it because I imagine there's a lot of conversation that's going to go on that still takes time. Perhaps it's different work, but it's still in there. Well, there's still some technical components. So some of the areas where they're not technically, uh, um, they might have to talk to the engineer because specifically when they're building those business cases, they will ask some technical information and vice versa. You know, in recreation, there'll be certain recreational stuff that, so it's, it, it doesn't alleviate it, but it dramatically increases it. I am I'm in support of this position for a number of things. Um, not so much the economic outcome that the mayor and some of the other councillors have attached to the position, because I would not appreciate my uh, my work being totally associated with the money that I that was brought in, I think there's an HR nightmare there. But uh, the comments regarding um, the support that it is to the other staff, um, having written a number of grant proposals myself as a volunteer in this community, um, I know how incredibly time committed that takes. And there's there's pages upon pages of paperwork that you just go, I have no idea why you're asking me for this, but you just write it. Um, I recall, Ms. Bell, that at one point we, were, we had a position with FCSS that was helping some of the community um, groups. Wasn't there, wasn't there somebody in the community that was doing this exact position? I thought it was done through FCSS. Do you recall? Me? Yeah. <laughs> was it you that did it? It may have been. Yeah. But I don't know whether it's a position or county what. Of, uh, Northern Sunrise County actually had uh, a grant writing assistance type position for their nonprofit ag societies. So that might what be what's yeah. ringing about there. Okay. So, um, but yeah, the the importance of the support and 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 as Director Town mentioned the reporting afterwards like the reporting for the 99th street slide isn't going to be this much it's going to be this much so i'm just saying that's my feeling 
Uh, we haven't since you uh, made a. Why don't you make a motion and that way you can interject your, uh, your suggestion for a 24 month position? I would say, all right. Thank you. Let me, uh, let me find the appropriate words. Uh, apparently, I, uh, I lost my spot in my service. You could, uh, uh, okay. I'm sorry? You could, on page two, the report under option two, council approve the hiring of a temporary position for grants and special projects coordinated for a 24 month term. If everybody heard that, that would be my motion. And I. Okay, <laughs> here. Count the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that nope. Don't count the coffee time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Council, for that. Uh, number two is uh, we have the sick leave policy. Uh, currently, um, uh, there's just one little addition we need to change in our sick leave policy. We did have a a grievance a little bit and during the grievance what we uh, discovered is in our sick leave policy there's a little bit of confusion in one section um, so to make it a little more clear um, we will uh, suggest that, that we need to uh, change this part of the uh, policy um, and it, since it's such a minor one it just clears up our current practice and everything so that's basically just adding this one little line into it so the recommendation is that council, so we have two options here, so which one? Uh, so okay, is there option one? one. The update or not? Yep. Update the uh, revised sick leave policy by adding payment of sick leave to unionized temporary employees. Does not change their status as a temporary employee. And does not mean they accrue seniority. Their status and seniority remains covered by the terms of the collective agreement. Okay, who wants to make that motion to sign up? Within the temporary employees, if you're a temporary employee and you're working, you, you as compared to other temporary employees, is a no. So there's no seniority at all for no. the temporary employee. That's correct. Once you're a temporary employee. Now, what happens here is say, a temporary employee gets hired as a full-time permanent position, then we could go back. If they're under the collective agreement, by the way, if they're under the collective agreement, we can go back up to two years and grant them seniority sure. under that. But if, if they're temporary, they don't. Uh, so was the was the lack of clarification around that if a temporary employee was sick, that they somehow became classed as a regular employee while they were sick? Huh? It, 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 the confusion came to if a temporary employee accrues sick, which basically they don't because they're paid out, mm -hmm. then that would make them considered a permanent employee. So if you made an error accidentally by paying out sick time or accruing it onto your paycheck, then that automatically proves that they are not a temporary employee. Or something else. So this this just clarifies okay. the same. Then the second sentence. Mm -hmm. If they're a temporary employee, you do not get seniority, correct? 
Right. Pure and simple. Right. And the second set, sentence should just say their status remains governed by the terms of the collective agreement. Because the seniority is irrelevant as a temporary employee. And if you put it there, you've made the seniority arguable. So uh, what happens is that in the collective agreement, it does talk about seniority. Right. Under the collective agreement, it says if you were temporary, you'll gain it. So, so therefore, it's if if the if that sentence is changed to payment of sick leave to unionized temporary employment does not change their status as a temporary employment and does and does not mean they accrue seniority, their status remains governed by the, the collective agreement. You don't really need to restate. They say you don't really need to restate the seniority part. Um. All I can say is that we did look at this and that's yeah. what they came up with. This, okay. is our, our, this is the wording from our legal advisor, right. so from I would the take their wording. Okay. We worked with her specifically on this particular item and yep. was, she was involved in the previous discussion, so was aware of the issue. Thoroughly. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 I will. Okay. So I'll make the motion and to read as stated. You want me to read that? Option one. Approves the updated the revised sick leave policy. With that statement, correct. Included. All in favor? Um. The next item was uh, motion there. Uh, request for decision theater for living, and I can't. So I'm going to have the administrative clerk, uh, sorry, uh, Ruth, uh, actually say uh, that term. Go ahead. How do you say that? I cheated. I went to the website. Um, this is a word in a Coast Salish dialect. The dialect is approximately 12 syllables long, and I'm not going to attempt to reproduce it. But there is an audio file, and this word is schwa'amet. Perfect, thank you very much. So this is just, again, um, we passed around a little pamphlet on it, and uh, we do have five tickets to this event, and so it's, uh, we're just looking at a neighboring motion for any counselor up to five counselors who want to go. Okay. I would move that um, up to five counselors be enabled to attend this uh, presentation home in English. Okay. All in favor? Anyone's going to pick up the five tickets? I'll go. Okay. Two roses. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do the show. <laughs> <laughs> Orange. Oh, yeah. High school? That's pretty good. That's three out of five tickets. <laughs> um, Your worship, if you can't sell them on eBay, you have to use them. Yeah, it's not a taxi pad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Ford can uh, queue available to Mr. Ford. You just have to go. A request would like to go. for direction uh, on municipal conferences. 
So, uh, Your Worship, uh, Council, we, we have put into the budget uh, some uh, funding for um, councils. Um, and actually, if I can have this sheet. Uh, oh, it's the back, right? Oh, okay, perfect. There we go. There you go. So, in the budget, we did put in uh, funding for conferences. Uh, traditionally what we have been doing the last little while. Um, however, we are just trying to see how many counselors want to go um, so that we can finalize some of these conferences. So uh, the first one would be the AUMA uh, Spring uh, Conference and um, that would be uh, the Municipal Leaders Conference. And we had one position for that one. So this is the Mayors and Reeves that one, that yeah. kind of one. Yeah, I think it's it's the AUMA Mayors Northern and Reeves Caucus. Yeah. It simply says municipal leaders on the um, event information. So is it municipal leaders with an apostrophe after the S, or is it municipal leaders, like leader as one in this caucus? It's like that. There is no apostrophe in the initial. Uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> okay, this is great. So, <laughs> this is Tom was actually was a secondary. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Sorry. Check that. Just try to let. Take my key and go in the other door. All right. What's your question, Ms. Manor? Don't know. So, so that would be just for one person, I would assume. So then the next one is the AAMDC, the AAMDC Spring Conference. And we have it so that two individuals, and the budget two individuals could go to that one because that's traditionally what we have in Sunday, is two individuals. Then for FCM, um, I put three individuals down for the FCM. Well, you said you confirmed four. Yes, but I think some dropped out now. Um, oh, it was more than four. Excuse me a moment. I currently have flights booked for, or bookings for Councillor Needham, Councillor Scamahorn, Councillor Good. And I have uh, an additional room. I booked a council Councillor Downing at her request. And I do have a flight and room held for the mayor should he wish to attend. Can hang on to it for one So that basically six counselors or six individuals would go to the AUMA Hall conference. This one's being held in Edmonton, correct? This one will be in Edmonton, correct? Right? Right right oh, sorry, it's in. This yeah, I forgot. Right here, they. Yeah. And we booked the hotel rooms. 
Correct. Yes, because we figured there was going to be a shortage of hotel rooms. So we currently have four rooms booked. Are you asking right now then for? Basically, we're just um, we're looking for some direction on, on this. If this is we need to up or down or whatever. And then the last one is the AAMDC call convention, and we currently have two people um, financed for this one in the budget process. Oh, that's usually November 20th to the 22nd. That's the AAMTC one. So, so would it go through one by one? And people yeah, yeah, we could just do that if you, if you want. Yeah. That makes it easier if that's okay. Yeah. All right, so the, the first one, the AUMA uh, Spring Municipal Leaders Conference, that's one person. Yeah. Okay, so Deputy Mayor then. Okay. The AAMDC Spring Convention. So where's this one at? Edmonton. Yeah, you might be able to catch the Oilers before they drop out of the playoffs. <laughs> so, Councilor, you know, just as long as they beat Calgary. Oh, sorry. So who was putting their name up for that one? Sorry. Um, yes. Deputy Mayor and Councilor Neal. Okay. The third one, the SCM conference. We think we covered that one. That's Councilor Scamahorn. And the uh, mayor. Okay. My apologies. Uh, the AUMA Fall Conference. I'm candidate. Oh, and six I don't need a hotel. Pardon me? I'll get one of those little portables. I'll save the tax oh. there. My sister lives there. <laughs> okay, so we do have everyone but Councillor Scammer right now? Well, go. I just don't need a hotel. Maybe we could revisit some other items now that I've saved some. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's not a problem. The, uh, AAMDC in the fall. What is the value of attending the AAMDC? You get to talk to the rural guys and see their side of the coin. And listen to uh, some of the discussions, uh, particularly about resolutions, so you kind of get a flavor of things. And, and the last, uh, uh, let's see, what was the last fall AAMDC? That was one of the uh, times when we were able to successfully talk to um, um, what was it? The, the minister, uh, not only Minister Mason, but also um, um, Soshi. Uh, we talked to him and his group, which helped solidify the last of that uh, uh, grant that we got. So um, it was actually kind of worthwhile. Who's all going to FCM? Uh, we have everybody else. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, not FCM. So we have uh, three people. I'm sorry, we have three people. That was Councillor Needham, Councillor Scamelhorn, and the mayor. You can put your hand up. Pardon me? Why would you? Why would you? Two. 
So the A and the BC in the fall, what do we have there? Or which one? I am interested. I, I'm starting to wonder if there's some strategy that needs to be played out there. So whether if we should defer some of that decision making for November to sort of see how our uh, um, IFCs go? Yeah, there, there won't be a motion here. We'll just accept this. Okay. Yeah. I am interested. All right. Well, great. With that, thank you very much. That gives us new direction and we're on the right track. Okay. Thank you. Just to close this item out, maybe we'll uh, um, motion to. Well, actually, to tell you the truth, this is part of the budget process, so we've already calculated all these fees in it. Uh, it's just kind of clarification, I guess. Let's make a motion to accept this for information. Sure. All in favor? You can't put request for a decision in front of it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry, sir. You don't even follow your own rules there. Oh, it's direction. Just request the direction. That's good. There you go. Uh, the next item uh, are there's reports. Uh, Ms. Mazur would like to discuss the report. Uh, yes, I attended the Northern Alberta Elected Leaders um, um, meeting in Slade Lake last Friday, and um, several topics there. But one of the big ones was the um, caribou species at risk. Um, uh, policy of the federal government and in particular we had a presentation from the uh, committee which I think has five or six municipalities but um, from what I've seen um, led by Mackenzie County and County of Northern Lights I know Clear Hills also has a big part of it anyways they are quite concerned that um, quite a bit of their municipalities uh, would be they call it sterilized which means, um, I know, which means no um, industry development, etc. And uh, they had quite a discussion about the way the 65% that is being talked about as a, an amount of land that would be put aside for the caribou, how that is actually calculated. Any trail in the bush, basically, if it's known as a trail, take 500 meters either side of it and count that into your um, percentage somehow or other. So, MD of Greenview is also very concerned about um, this. And what I would like to put forward to council is that um, council ask this um, Northwest Species at Risk Committee if they would come to Peace River and do a uh, forum presentation, public presentation, as they have done in other um, communities in our area, and see how it goes from there. Uh, Mr. Needham sent an email. He read the White Court paper, and the White Court Chamber of Commerce is um, uh, holding a, a forum as well. So that would be my question to the group are we interested in checking it out to see if they would come and 
present to the town. I'll make a motion that um, Town of Peace River approach um, the Northwest Species at Risk Committee and um, see if they would come to Peace River and hold a public forum as they have in other locations. By using the words request to make a presentation. Request that they make a presentation. All in favor? Thank you. Um, there was the uh, January 2018 newsletter from Mighty Peace Watershed Alliance. Is there anything going on to score there? I don't think there's much new from um, the previous one. And please note, with land and caribou, range planning is in as well. Okay. Uh, motion to accept for information. No one's going to accept this. Ms. Downing, all in favor? Uh, any notices of motion, Mr. Parker? There are none, Your Worship. Um, I'm assuming that there are no comments from the public, seeing that I don't see any members other than uh, administration staff in the gallery. That's correct. So, um, Ms. Yoon, uh, key communication items. What items, ma'am, are you thinking that we should uh, update with the uh, request for decisions for the grant state organization policy? That will need some, a lot of work to advertise in the next year for any change coming up. And, uh, Info on the Grant Special Coordinator, uh, Special Projects Coordinator. I think that will people will be happy to know that we're taking steps to try and find other revenue sources for large projects now. Do you think somebody will post that to Facebook and make a position of that? Talking about the positive economic steps this community has taken. Okay. And um, okay. anyway, that should be added to Ms. Yoon's plate. Okay, very good. Make it so, Ms. Yoon. Uh, along, with, along with that item, though, what are we, uh, what are we going to ask the newspaper, preferably their publisher, I think his name is Peter. Meyer, Mayor Offer, Mayor, Mayor Offer uh, to make a presentation as to their, uh, their plans for our, uh, our newspaper of record, the Record Gazette, and perhaps, uh, and also uh, um, what, maybe a presentation from CKYL as to uh, what their plans are in terms of, uh, of uh, making uh, municipal, municipal, municipal news available to their, their listenership. We just have to get in contact and find out their schedule. Uh, council wishes to support that one out. Okay, very good. So I'll leave that with you, even though I won't be able to. Okay. Sounds good. 
So we will take a break uh, prior to going in camera, and then we'll come back in five, ten minutes, and then uh, we will adjourn, and then we will, uh, after the camera sessions, we'll hold a budget response. Thank you.